Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome. And we are, in fact, Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we're here to bring you the latest, the news, the reviews, everything tech-related. Thank you for joining us and welcome. How are you, Marsha? Hi, Mark. Yeah, and welcome to everybody coming back and listening. Love to have you here each week. And we generally, you know, we review things when we test them. We don't take them for an hour, play with them, and give you a review because, you know, that's that's why when people review cars, they take them for a week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you have to know what's going on, really. Okay. So it's, we try and help you out. We got some good news for you this week. Uh, how's your iPhone doing, Mark? Uh, it's Okay. You know, I That's don't sad. think this week I had anything <laughs> of any major consequence, uh, but I've had enough. I mean, I've had enough issues with this thing, so we'll see. They keep updating the phones, um, and it's okay. I did have a fun evening last night. Have you ever seen the television show uh, um, with Michael Carbonaro, Carbonaro, the magician? No. it's a. It's been on for about five years, and he's a wonderful, funny, enjoyable magician, and we went to see him live last night. So he tours in your city. Go see him. Uh, it's called the Carbonaro Effect is his TV show, and it's a fabulous show. So, cool. uh, yeah, a lot of cool. fun. Good to know. Uh, and you, anything fun in the week? Not that I can remember. We'll talk about it when we talk about streaming. We saw some mm-hmm. great shows, but so did you. Yeah. So yeah. let's get right into All right. some Twitter. of our news. <sighs> you know, everybody says, oh, Twitter is a garbage dump fire, and it's this and it's that. But bottom line if you've been on any of the other than Facebook, which you got to give Facebook their due, uh, you know, people, people are sticking to Facebook. Uh, Twitter is different and Twitter is immediate and Twitter isn't really, they don't filter it for you. You go on Twitter, you look at the trending topics, you look at the hashtags, you go to that search page and see what people, that's what I look at. First minute I go to Twitter, see what's trending, see what's happening, see what I don't know about. And you click and you see first person uh, accounts of what's going on. And uh, I'm a member of the community notes team. And if something is fake, like somebody posted some picture of something burning in some country in the Mideast. And it was a video from two years ago. And another person in the community notes team found the link and, you know, said that this is not legit. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being posted under that post so people would know, you know, this is not real. So, yeah. It's very, I mean, the whole Twitter story is fascinating uh, I saw a report yesterday that when he bought Twitter, it was valued at 40-something billion, and now it's $19 billion. Uh, so, you know, who knows? Uh, what do you think of these tiered plans? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know that they'll stick. But if you look at the tiered plans, for $3 a month, you get all the benefits of the current $8 a month plan. <laughs> but you don't get a verification check mark, but you get right. the opportunity to do longer posts. You you can edit your tweets, which is excuse me, your posts. Uh 
And because that's what it's called now, folks, I hear everybody on the radio calling it everything, but they're called posts now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we got to know that. Uh, but you get I themes. I miss those tweets. I mean, I yeah. think tweets was I miss fun. it too. I miss the little yeah. birdie. The yeah. X kind of gives me agita, but we're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, there's a new premium high-end option at $16 a month Okay. with an ad-free experience in the For You and the following tabs. Now, frankly, ads don't bother me. <laughs> right. Do they bother you unless they're you know, pop-ups? They, well, the only ads that really bother me is when they interfere with the screen I'm trying to see, right. which happens with most ads now. They come up, and all of a sudden, you can't see your content because you got a little window of, a, of some video playing. That's annoying to me. Otherwise, right. no, I'm you know I'm okay in, with it. In Twitter, they're just part of the stream. You know, right. you're looking at the stream. Oh, that one's an ad. For, you know, okay, I can live with that. I can yeah. live with that. I don't need to spend sixteen dollars per month. No, right. So for three dollars a month, that is a cheaper option. It does mm -hmm. give benefits. It may work. It may not. But I want to let everybody know that when you subscribe to any of these, go to your laptop or go to a desktop, go to a computer, your PC, because if you're an Apple user and you purchase these, what do you, let's not call it memberships, I guess they're memberships. Subscriptions. Subscriptions, yeah. Um, if you buy them through Apple's store, mm -hmm. Apple store, it's going to cost you 30% higher because of Apple's commission. Right. So don't buy it there. Just wait. Get on your laptop. Do it on your laptop. And everything's going to be fine. So, so basically, you're doing what? I mean, you're doing the $3 a month option? No, I'm doing $8. You're the $8. Okay. That way I get to maintain. If you click on the verification logo on my Twitter account, it says uh, uh, verified since something, something 2015. So they know you didn't just buy your way through the verification. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to lose that. Right. So, yeah, he's got me. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you it'll know. be very interesting to see what happens as this goes along. It's It's been, I mean, you, hard to knock the success that he's had in a multitude of different kinds of projects. So, you know, nobody's, I don't think anyone is going to count him out and say, oh, he's done here. And let's face it, he is a little crazy, but so are we. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a little crazy. I just don't have billions of dollars and say everything I think out in public. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun, right? <laughs> yeah, well, he can afford it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's a poof. Um, yeah. yeah, Stephen King doesn't amuse me at all. I don't know why he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. You know, yeah, the you writer. I'm a lot talking about, you know, reviews uh, of things. Please. I mean, yeah, who are you, Stephen King? You well, write good books. Yeah, he does. I mean, you know, but I don't know. Is he any different than, than Elon Musk? I mean, or well, any celebrity? It, yeah, he's way different than Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> he's never know. done anything but write books. Well, he, I don't know. I mean, he's one of the most successful authors in the world. Granted. Yeah. And that's good. And if he wants to talk about writing books, I'm all ears. Right. I want to hear his opinions. But what he doesn't know about the ins and the outs of startups and tech and everything. Well, that's yes. Sure. Uh, have, listening to his comments is pointless. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, 
furthermore on on the Twitter stories, you know, I have a Google Hub at home which shows me old pictures. Mm -hmm. And it shows a picture of me wearing an X t-shirt from a decade ago. Really? And it was – I was a speaker at PayPal X. And that's what Elon's mission was Mm -hmm. to turn – it was originally X and he went in with PayPal and he wanted to do a single application. That encompasses everything. Yeah, that's what you're talking about now. Right. Well, but I was there when he was talking about it over a decade ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Interesting. And in China, they did it. They copied it. Um, in China, you have WeChat, which if you need a, a car drive, you know, like a Lyft or an Uber or a DD, right. which is what they have there, you just go to that app. You want to do banking, you want to do anything, you want to go shopping, you want to read Bill Gates' blog, it's in WeChat, translated in Chinese. Mm-hmm. So it is an all-in-one app, and it's incredibly successful. And he let slip in an interview this week, even though I've been saying that's what he's doing <laughs> all along, um, he said for X to succeed... The platform needs to compete with YouTube, LinkedIn, FaceTime, dating apps, and the entire banking industry. Right. And That's he going to did, be tough to do. Well, but he did that with PayPal. Right. PayPal right. was the first. Your deposits were FDI, are FDIC insured because they're put in a real bank. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see where he takes Twitter 1.0. To to the new X. I mean, it, it's not easy, I can imagine, to move it over to that. I don't know how long it's going to take. And if there's a lot more competition today than there were 10 years ago. But there's no single everything app. Well, right. That's right. the point. Yeah. And if he can do that, then he he totally wins. Well, more power to him. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. He's doing a lot of strange stuff now. Well, we he, talked about, uh, yeah. you know, he lowered the price of uh, Teslas, significantly lowered the price of Teslas. So uh, he's trying, he, every time you turn around, he's doing something interesting. So well, interesting. Fact. I know someone who is test driving an electric car. And here in California, where we technically have the best infrastructure of charging stations, they had anxiety rate. They loved the car. And I'm not going to say what brand it was. They just loved the car. But they couldn't deal with the anxiety of not knowing when they could charge, where they could find a charger, if they had to sit in line for a charger for an hour. You know, uh, it it was too much for them. They said, nope, 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 nope. Right. Maybe someday, but not now. Yeah. Well, it'll be very interesting to see where this all heads and where it all goes. Um, okay. So uh, did you ever use Mint? For a hot second. Yeah. I never used it really. Uh, it's a phone app that was a, and it's a budgeting app. So sees how much you're spending. You know, there's a million budgeting apps. Uh, but apparently it's been doing okay for 17 years. And now all of a sudden they've decided to shut it down. Owners uh, in, into it, who makes TurboTax and other kinds of software like that. They're going to shut down the service on uh, January 1st. Uh, and they're going to use, and I do use uh, Credit Karma. 
So I have used it. I, I just, it's an interesting place to get, uh, it's an interesting place to check, uh, to check your credit score. And that's important. And, and but you can do you that with your bank account. You can do that on LifeLock. Yeah, you can do it in a million places. Yeah. I mean, you, you can certainly But you have to give your data to another company to yeah, do well, it there. I mean, I've had credit karma for probably 10 years. Sure. So, you know, it's, and it works fine. And, uh, you know. Again, how many places do you give your credit to? A million, and not your credit, your information to a million I don't. different things. I don't. Yeah. 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 No, I don't. No, I know you don't. Yeah, I'm not. But quite you as know the thing is, and thing I, I want to talk about here is, um, Mint got in a lot of now. Excuse me. Take turn. Turn that back. Credit Karma got in huge problems with the government. Um, they were acquired by Intuit in 2020 for $4.7 billion. Right. That's a lot of money. That is a lot That's of money. That's a lot of money. Um, they say all your data is safe and everything. Well, yeah, okay. Um, I'll believe that. And they say the purpose of Mint and Credit Karma is to sell you loans. Oh, sure. Or credit card offers, a million right. things like that. Yeah. Right. And the problem is the reason they ran into problems with the government is because they were saying people were pre-approved. And when you clicked on that, that get a hard hit to your credit right. score. Right. And bottom line, you weren't pre-approved. Yeah. Well, that, um, that was a huge problem. And just for, for people to know that a a hard explain uh, how this works, Mark. Well, I mean, there's two different ways. There's what they call a, so a soft credit check and a hard credit check. A hard credit check is something that will, as Marcia just said, in fact, reduce your credit score, and it can reduce it by twenty to thirty points because someone assumes that you are taking new credit. When you take new credit, it means you're spending more money. Means that your credit may not be as good. A soft hit is one that doesn't affect your credit rating at all and is just more of an informational thing than it is a hard hit. So when you do f apply for credit, ask them what kind of check they do. Because if, you're, if you have an iffy credit score and you do that and it drops you below, it you're affects you. Yeah. It, well, what it does is it increases the likelihood that you'll have, a, have to get a credit card with a higher interest rate on it because your credit score is too low. So you can't qualify for premier credit cards that have, you know, better options to them. And uh, so that's kind of the difference between a hard and, hit and a soft hit. And your existing credit cards may raise your interest. Yeah. So just be careful on all these things. And my love for Intuit, uh, I think is fairly public that I don't like the company. I think their sales tactics are baloney how they force businesses into QuickBooks. And I'm not going to talk about it now, but yeah, I, I'm not a fan of their customer, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you use Mint, by the way, not to be confused with Mint Mobile, who is Ryan Reynolds, the well, who he just sold the company and got a billion, a billion dollars, some crazy number like that. Hey, God bless him, you know? He's amazing. All the, all the celebrities, think yep. about it, and, and yep. what they do with their money. Oh, yeah. He's a smart guy, you got to say, uh, plus a very enjoyable actor to watch. So uh, right. yay, yay to him. Yay him. Now, the next next story I came up with, I downloaded this app. It's from NASA. 
and you put it on your phone. And guess what? The download is less than a megabyte. Yeah, it's pretty small. The download is nothing. It's called Spot the Station, and you can find it in the Apple, uh, what do you call it? The Apple Store? Apple Store. Yeah, App Store. Apple Store. Or in the App Store, or you can find it in the Google Play Store. Download it. And what it does is it has a picture of planet Earth. <laughs> And it shows where the space station is at any given time. Right since I downloaded the app, the only time it's over my uh, anywhere I could see it is like at three in the morning, and I'm not staying up for that. Yeah, exactly. But you can set it to give you notifications, like ten minutes before or fifteen minutes before it'll be visible where you are. Which is cool, and you can shut that off. Like, I don't want to hear about this from 11 p.m. to, to 9 a.m. Right. <laughs> so I guess that's why I haven't gotten notifications. But it's very cool. It makes it easier for anybody to see this international. You know, we say, people say, I saw the space station. Yeah. I've never seen the space station. Nor have I. So yeah, this mobile app, a very, very small download. And it's kind of fun. You can see at any time where the space station is. And uh, it's cool. It's yeah, free. it's fun. And it's small I, and it's safe. <laughs> I had um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago I hosted Dr. Mo Cooper from uh, works with NASA. And she's the lady that's in charge of keeping Mars contamination free. But she wants to be an astronaut. And I said to her, really, where do you want to go? What's the first thing you want to do? I said, you want to go to Mars? She goes, no, I want to go to the International Space Station. Yep. Yeah. So, That's the place to be. When I interviewed Katie Coleman, I asked her if she saw aliens. Because, <laughs> well, there was a rumor when she was talking to the people on, you know, in one of their broadcasts, it kind of cut out. And the rumor mm -hmm. was that they saw aliens and stuff. It, she did, was asked that question and she kind of, ah, maybe. You know, no, she, she didn't. She kind of avoided it and chuckled. The, the <laughs> video is on YouTube, just her. Uh, search Marsha Collier and Katie Coleman. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm talking about Mo Cooper. It kind of asked the oh. same, was asked the same question too, and she was kind of like, eh, you know, maybe there's something out there that we don't know. There's a billion planets out there, and we can't know what's on every one of them. So uh, we can if you watch Star Trek. What's the new one called? Discovery. Is that what the new one is? Uh, I don't watch Discovery. I watch the other one with the new one. And, well, there are two new ones. <laughs> oh, the one you and I watched, the guy from Hell on Wheels. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, right. Anson, Anson Mount. Mount. Yeah. Great. Yeah. If you like Star Trek, not that we're on TV, we'll do that later, but that's a terrific show. Yeah. Anson Mount. He is on Star Trek something. I know. I get, I yeah, get confused I, with him. He plays Captain something. Pike. Yeah. They have so many Star Treks now and they're yeah. all really good, which is, yeah. which is, yeah, very cool. Yeah. It's a fun one. Uh, all right, so normally we get about once a year a new iPad. And I have for many years now, you know, I used to, when a new one came out, I'd rush to get the new whatever it was. And I have, I just don't do that anymore. Uh, my watch, I just upgraded for the first time in about five years. My iPad's probably four or five years old uh, because they just, there's not that much difference, frankly. And the only reason I upgrade my iPhone, as I've talked about, is I'm on the uh, upgrade plan where you, you know, you pay like 50 bucks a month and once a year you can upgrade your phone. Uh, otherwise I would not upgrade the phone, but the iPad is something that people look forward to, you know, to get a bigger, better, stronger one. Uh, 2022 
was the last time that they launched one. They haven't uh, had, let's see, uh, this is the first calendar year since the original launch in 2010 that they are not so far talking about bringing a new one out. And that's kind of interesting. They still have till maybe October. They're talking about October. Well, it's already after October. So maybe November, December that there might be one, but likely not. It's likely not going to happen until sometime next year. And they're putting, you know, basically, and this is the problem, new chips, faster, stronger, better graphics. But at the end of the day, I know, Marsha, I think you feel the same way. I get a new device and I go, okay. I'm just not seeing the speed difference. I don't notice the graphics being that well, much Well, un- unless you're like me, where you literally beat them into the ground, I just replaced my six-year-old yeah, tablet with a Pixel. Right. And yeah, the Pixel's way faster. I can tell. But if you go from year to year, it's really not. No, you really don't notice that much of a no, difference. No, I, no. I suspect if I upgrade to one next year, which I might consider doing, it'll probably be faster because, like I say, the one I have is three, four, five years old. Uh, but, you know, if you're using your devices for surfing the web, for getting Internet, for uh, getting your email, for playing games, I don't know that you're going to see all that much of a difference. Maybe in gaming. Gaming's an area that you might see a little bit more. But um, anyway, so the iPad, we'll see if they actually come out with a new one. Because every year they've come out with a new iPhone, and or they an iPad. didn't this year. So far. no, they didn't do it this year. So far this year, no. And it's pretty late in the year for them to be doing yeah. a new iPad. So I suspect it won't be till sometime mid next year. But uh, so if you're looking for a new iPad, sadly not going to happen this year. But um, in other news, <laughs> yeah, and the iPod is officially vintage retro tech, according to the Internet and Insider. Does that make uh, you feel old? Because no, no, I feel vindicated because I've loved my iPod. You all, always have. You've always talked about loving always it. Always love my iPod. Yeah. And I have several. And I have the oldest one that I have that still works. Well, they've never broken. It's a simple device. Mm-hmm. No reason for it to break. Yeah, no, it's is easy. The, is the iPod HP. Remember the first one that was made for PC users. Mm-hmm. And... Right now, discontinued models are selling like hotcakes. Um, a store called Urban Outfitters, they got a bunch of refurbished and restored ones. Mm-hmm. And they put them in their stores, um, sold it for $349 on Urban Outfitters, according right. to Fast Company. Now remember, this is something that retailed for two forty nine at the time, right? Yeah, <laughs> and they sold out in a flash. The original iPod Mini was listed online for sale. Um, originally, it was one hundred ninety nine. A brand new one, sealed in case. You know, they'd never been opened. Right. Sold right. for four thousand dollars on eBay. Yeah. Well, it says listed. It didn't say <laughs> sold. So I guess it's one of those, it's the same model listed on eBay. Yeah, we, we always say that. What they yeah. list it for and what they get for it. Are yeah, what you get is two, thir- two $300. Different yeah. No, I don't know. I, I think that one would probably, I could research it, but. I yeah, that'd be interesting to see. But yeah, I mean, that's what that's what's so silly sometimes about eBay, where you, you know, people yeah. put up Well, that's what I say. That's what I say. And those who don't know, I write the eBay for Dummies series of books, right. and I'm an active seller on eBay. There's what people ask and there's what you can get for it. That's well, two right. totally different things. 
you know, maybe you can give people a tip. So, for example, I don't know what the what the thing would be, but I typically I sell my Lakers tickets uh, when I'm not going to a game, and I always try to go below what other people are doing. Yeah. I don't try to get greedy because I'd rather sell them than get stuck with them. Right. So what? Yeah. What's your advice on putting items on eBay? Well, it depends. Okay. Like, okay, I've got an eBay store. Some things in my eBay store are quite rare and valuable. Mm-hmm. A bunch of Barbie things. I have one of the rarest Barbie dolls on there now. Wow. I did not make it a bargain price. Okay. Um, there are some people selling it for a lot more. But yeah, if I can get $350 for it, I'm happy. Okay. And if I'm in a mood that I need, that's why I always put the make offer thing on all right. my listings. Because, like, if you're selling your tickets, they haven't sold yet, and it's getting light. Right. You got that make offer thing. Or you can go in and lower your price. Well, right. And I do that with tickets. I go, you know, a few days before, and then I lower it, and then I lower it, and then, you know. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you can do all that. But if you put something on for way too much money, it's just going to sit there. Right. It's just not, you know, unless you're an incredible seller who does incredible descriptions and does all the tips I give in the book, then maybe, you know, you might do better. But no, I don't do it. I don't play that game. But my question to you, back to the iPod, Mm -hmm. is how do you, now I've got my, I've got three iPods. Yeah, I've got one floating around here somewhere. Now, how do I access the music on that? Do I have to fiddle fart around with the, Apple's software again, or mean, can I just load music onto it with a plug? Yeah, you know, plug and play. Yeah, you. I mean, if you don't have to have an Apple computer to load music to an iPod, if I remember right. It's I know, but you years. needed to have iTunes. And yeah, man, you do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to have iTunes, which is available for free on. Yeah, on your except PC. for the problem is they took a lot of my original recordings and substituted from the Apple library and put them on my iPod, which is why I saved the old ones because they have the original right. recordings. Some of them were live. Some, Yeah. I I did not like that. Is there any other way to put music on that? Can you plug oh, it gosh, in? It's, been, it's probably been 10 years since I've even tried to do that. So You know, maybe I'll do that as an experiment, see if I can make – because I do remember at one point you could plug it in, became a separate drive. Sometimes you can do that with a PC, and I don't know if it'll work now, but I would certainly try plugging it into your PC, see if it comes up, because as you say, it may come up as a drive that you can click, and then you might be able to drag and drop into that. I'm going to give it a try, because I I just love my iPod. I mean, I don't like to put music on my phone. That's not what my phone is for. My phone is for my communication device. (laughs) And you're concerned about filling up the phone, or you just don't want to listen to music on it? Yeah, the more crap you put on your phone, the slower it's going to get. Yeah. 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 It'll slow it down some. So, you know, my phone is my phone and my tablet's my tablet. And um, I keep an iPod in my Bose noise-canceling headphone travel case. And that is hooked to my carry-on bag with a carabiner. And I pull it out on a plane. And I have lots of stuff. That's fun. Yeah, I just shared with somebody I had, I have lots and lot about a hundred 
Gene Shepard shows. And if those who don't know who Gene Shepard was, yeah, she, she was, was wonderful. He was a famous. Oh, was uh, he? I was. I thought that's funny. I was thinking it was a woman. Yeah, Gene <laughs> Shepard. That's right. It was a man. He wrote um, the Christmas Story with mm-hmm. little Ralphie and all that. Mm-hmm. But those are stories, and I had the actual shows where he first told those stories, the Red Rider BB gun and oh, all that. Oh, those were great. So I have all of those. Yeah, and occasionally I give it to somebody, you know, copy it over to, give me a flash drive, I'll give them to you. Yeah, those are fun. And then they're great. But they just anyway. remade it. Did you see the remake of uh, no. uh, Christmas? It was, cu- no. it was cute. Not Not the charm of the original show, but it was cute. Yeah, And hence- the original kid is the adult in it now. Hence, I see no reason, but I don't see the point. Yeah. I don't see the point. The whole thing about the old show, it was supposed to be set in that era. Well, right. So why change it? Yeah. It was set, because it's they wanted an to era. Make money. Yeah. Did, yeah I, exactly. did it work? You know, I don't know how it did, actually. I bet a lot of people watch it because a lot of people were very nostalgic over, you know, yeah. the, uh, the the original one, and it was great. Yeah. You know, it's it's... Certain things, I don't know that they need to be remade. How about, say, Godfather 1, 2, and 3? You kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Remake that? Seriously? Yeah. No, they're not going to remake it. Um, That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Now, funny funny thing. So, how are we doing on time here? Oh, we're about, we're we're kind of on schedule. We talk fast. Um. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, you all know, she was on uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, right. And she won one of the Wall Street Journal's Innovators Awards. And, you know, when you win an award, you have to give a speech. Right. And there's a writer's strike. (laughs) So she went to chat GPT to write her speech. So funny. Not only did the AI mix up the word innovator with investor, right? it also confused uh, her with fellow actress Julia Roberts Funny. and incorrectly called Richard Dreyfus her grandfather, you know, the oh, guy course. that was in Jaws. Yeah. yeah, right, of course. So she had told the audience that she had asked GPT to include some of Julia's biography to personalize remarks. Right. And she read it exactly as it went. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests and fellow investors, today is a moment of profound gratitude and reflection for me as I accept the great honor of being recognized as Investor of the Year in the Wall Street (laughs) Journal. So funny. And then it says, reflecting on this milestone, I'm reminded of the unwavering support, my family, unyielding dedication of my team that has been the driving force behind my investment strategies (laughs) and my performance in Aaron Brockovich and Mystic Pizza. Which I don't remember her being in in either. No, Julia Roberts was. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was going to say she wasn't in there. It it mixed her up and... Thank you again, and thank you for this incredible honor, an honor which I share with my grandfather, Richard Dreyfus, star of Jaws. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, ChatGPT, and then she said, yeah, ChatGPT for AI, the folks who will soon be driving your car and taking your job away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought uh, that was very funny. She's very that- funny. She's a funny lady. And uh, there were there is a rumor, although she said I didn't hear about it, that they were going to do a uh, Seinfeld 
uh, reunion. Reboot, yeah. Yeah. Re- well, I don't know about reboot, but reunion. Yeah. With, you know, I don't know if it's a one episode or whether well, that would be fun to see. Yeah. Well, sadly, they won't be able to do that for Friends. Uh, no, God. What R. a tragic Matt. week that was. Right. Just anyway, terrible. I'm going to move up one story here for a minute because we were talking about AI. Yeah. The Beatles came out with a new song crazy. this week. Just crazy. It was okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. It, it was a Beatles song. Right. It sounded it, like a Beatles song. It sounded like a Beatles song. Definitely a Beatles song. But what I will recommend is you go onto YouTube and they have a short 12-minute video, which is a mini documentary called Now and Then, The Last Beatles Song. Mm-hmm. And that'll explain to you how they used AI and the technology behind it. Uh, it's not for us to talk about it here, but if you go watch that 12-minute video, I think you'll find it really interesting on the technology behind actually getting John's voice and George Harrison on guitar. Yeah. Which George Harrison recorded in 1995. So definitely worth the technology. It, it is. And the song is a nice closing to the Beatles. It's yeah. the end of their career. No. And, you know, the nice part is that whether you hate AI or not, the Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr were involved in the creation. So that's a little different than somebody just trying to take an AI and recreate a Beatles song. Yeah, so exactly. Thought, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought that was that was but okay. That's why the technology was so great. They used it to be themselves. Yeah. And, and that was amazing. And rumor is that Paul McCartney was one of the nicest guys on the planet, which is well, always nice to hear. When I met him, when I was a little bitty teenager and I skipped school, mm-hmm. and the security guard told me where they were going to be. It was uh-huh. when when they were going to be at Fifth Street Gym on Miami Beach. With Cassius Clay at the time. Oh, my gosh. And my girlfriend and I took all our pennies, and we went on a bus, and we went there. We They let us in. We paid our entrance fee or whatever it was. We were the only fans there. Nobody knew they were going to be there. Wow, that's cool. I have photographs of this. Uh, My girlfriend and I ended up standing in the corner up on the ring. Crying hysterically. Oh, it's the Beatles. And Paul touches my forehead. Uh-huh. And he says, don't cry, love. You're not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> You're not worth it. And they were so nice. And I have a photo of Paul signing an autograph for me. And I have Ringo's autograph from that day. That's and nice. Yeah. They, they're they're good, good people. You know, it's kind of funny. You have the uh, memory that you just triggered for me, which is I had a chance to meet, although at that point he was then Muhammad Ali. I was doing a charity event and, and I was always a huge fan of Muhammad Ali. And he was sitting, just, just sitting in a little boot, you know, underneath a, a, an overhang. And I walked over to him and said, you know, huge fan, just wanted to shake your hand. And he shook my hand and I walked away and then somebody tapped me on the shoulder and Muhammad's waving me back. So I went back over and he handed me a brochure, a brochure about becoming a Muslim, but it had been autographed by him. And I still have that to this day. Well, uh, was- I yeah, I'm not going to get into my my story was Cassius Clay, who was before Muhammad Ali. Correct. Same and, person, uh, by the way, in case you don't know that. He right. just changed his name. And, right? and I had a very 
very close history with him because he was a friend of my boss. But um, that's a story for another day for another because day, we have yeah. to wrap up this show. Yeah. Really, really quick, important. Google Play is highlighting VPNs that have gone through an independent security review. Right. And we've always talked about, you know, how do you pick a VPN? There's so mm-hmm. many VPNs. You know, what which one's safe, which one is different, yep. which one will keep you, you know, privacy. Well, they went through it, and if you go to the Google Play Store and you can easily see, just search for VPN apps, and developers can have their independently validated against a global security standard, and they get a badge, shield with a star icon at the center, that appears at the bottom of the data safety section which cool. I think is very valuable. And just so you know, providers that have undergone certification include Google One, ExpressVPN, which is the one I've told you I've used for years, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. NordVPN. There are eight in total. Okay. So this is a great way to help you. And I'm sure Apple will do that. All right. And the time we've got a couple of, let's do a little TV movie stuff. Uh, streaming chart, the movies. I watch this. It's fun. And it has been a phenomenon. Five Nights at Freddy's. It's kind of a, a, a funky horror things where like Chuck E. Cheese creatures come to life. But the the movie grossed, I think it cost her like 12 bucks to make it. It grossed $87 million in the opening day. By the and way, you is, mentioned Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is reopening in Northridge. Nolan Bushnell is going to be there no. on, on November 10th. From 6 to 8, they're having a big party. Oh, reopening, fun. and it'll be the only Chuck E. Cheese in the nation that actually has the audio animatronic robots oh, cool. that they used to have playing the music. So you mentioned Chuck E. Cheese, your fault. I That's burned great. up time. And he was, for those who don't know, he created Atari yep. um, among a number and was in studio with me and a really nice guy. Well, we're old friends, so I'm going to see him there. Yeah, that'll be Friday. fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, number two, uh, No Hard Feelings, cute movie, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I don't know where when evil lurks. I'm not sure what that one is. Is no hard feelings a rom com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence. It's cute. Uh, totally killer. It was again kind of a funky slasher movie. Halloween, the original, I guess. Halloween. No one will save you. Uh, virtually no talking in that. It was okay. A haunting in Venice. Don't know what that is. And I did watch Pain Hustlers, which was entertaining. Again, another What's it movie about. about- it's about oxycodone and how they another sold another one. Jeez. Another one. Another one. It was you know uh, it was fine. It was it was entertaining. Okay. The nun. Ah, started watching. Turned it off. And then the last one called After Death. I do not know what that is. Well, what I'm certainly TV? hoping now that we passed Halloween, we'll be able to get some regular shows in there. Yeah. But the top ten TV shows in streaming, and the, by the way, these are courtesy of RealGood.com. Yeah. Uh, the Fall of the House of Usher, classic okay. movie. Good ending. Classic. Okay. Yeah. This is now a TV show on yeah. Netflix. It was entertaining. Bodies. Don't know that Which one. looks like a crime drama on Netflix. Mm-hmm. My very favorite thing on TV right now, Lessons in Chemistry. Excellent show. Spectacular. Relarsing. And that's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Loki, which I haven't, haven't watched, uh, watched yet, or Gen yeah. V or Gen 5. Neither have I. And of course, everybody is watching Friends again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, people, you know, 
Yeah. You can't help it. It's a great series, mm-hmm. and that's on Max. Mm-hmm. Fellow Travelers is next. Number eight is Rick and Morty. Number nine is The Gilded Age. And number 10 is Yellowstone. Have yeah. you watched Le- Yellowstone? Oh, I love Yellowstone. It's, I'm very sad that they've canceled the show. They'll have the last of allegedly five episodes. And there's so the music. It. Yeah, and there we go. All right, everybody. Hey, as always, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tell your friends. Listen up. We'll see you next weekend. And every time we try for 30 minutes, we do 40. But we love you so much, and we have to give you the information. No extra charge. We will see you next week. Tell your friends. We need the listeners. Subscribe. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.